Hey, thank you for downloading the podcast, everybody. Oh, do you have a new, one of the newest iPhones? No. Why? What, the one that's just come out? Yeah. No, I got the one before that. I saw something on the internet. I don't know if it's real or not. I'm mm. just, oh, maybe I'll tell you for on air. Maybe it's an on air thing, not an on the podcast thing. You yeah, could do, do definitely on air. No, okay. Yeah, well, you know, if I do it now and then we're like, let's go do it, it back on air, okay. yeah. you know, like, mm. you've got, you got to be surprised again. Mm. Or if you think it's shit, you got to be like, that's shit again. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll save it. I'll try it on air. Okay. Um, Great to be back with you guys. I missed you yesterday. Feeling better? I am feeling a tad better. Maybe yep. had the gastro. Mm-hmm. The, the dreaded gastro. Yeah. But we had a good show today. We had a great show. Mm. I enjoyed myself immensely. We Do you about... guys know there was a shopping feature on Instagram now? A what? Shopping? A shopping feature. No. That's uh, Facebook Marketplace. No, on Instagram. Look. Oh, Instagram. Look, little shop shop. I got a shopping feature. Sorry, guys. I was. Yeah, you were not listening to us. <laughs> um, oh, I a little a... shopping bag. I have oh, a... shops. Oh, no. And it comes up with all your favorite items. I have How an did update they know now. I liked them? <laughs> Look at that. No, you don't update it. We've got automatic updates. No. Shop, shop. Oh, no, we're in trouble. Oh, Bruce Lee stuff. Yeah, that's all the stuff that you've liked. Yeah. Well, this is this is a game changer. It is a game changer, isn't it? It's really exciting. I've well, never looked. Stav, this will hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I've, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> 34 apps that need updating. <laughs> yeah, if you update Instagram, that's obviously just happened. Mm, and then you can browse like shops where it comes up with your pics. Mm-hmm. Look, because you know why I know this? I was like, why are they selling me my golden wand balls again? Ah, uh, yes. And then I realised it's because yes. I yeah. swiped up and purchased that. Get your curl on, girl. And you can even do <laughs> wish list and everything. Wow. So well, there you go. Well, you've made my life better. And what also a bit more expensive. Is it called InstaShop? Did you ever get your floating coffee table? No. No. Remember? No. Did you get it refunded? No. Did you da- cancel the credit card? No, wasn't it? No. Oh, I don't have the bag still. No, you've got to update it, hon. I did. I just updated it. Oh, dear. What about if you turn it on and off? Yeah, that'll probably do it. Uh, it's all my favourite shops. How did they know? <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. Can you show me where the bag is? The bag is right there. So, you know, you, uh, you've got your profile on the yep. on the right. Yeah. Next to it, you should have the bag. And then you've got the reels in the middle, the search, and then that. See that? Oh, the bag. no. It's only get... just come up today. I didn't get the bag. You will, though. Maybe it's because I've got a super old phone. It doesn't... Maybe. Oh, I got the bag. There's the bag. Yay! I got the bag. Yay! You got the bag. Ooh, what's yours? What does it say you want? I bet it's bike part and stuff, right? Have a guess. Um, lawn. Christmas lights. Lawn. Lawn. God, I am so boring. Bunnings. <laughs> I am I'm the so most... sorry Instagram shopping feature had to tell you that. Uh, RM Williams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, North Queensland Cowboys jersey. Hey, look at that. Queens... Came up for me. <laughs> Queensland Maroons jersey. Ringers Western shirts. Big W, mm-hmm. Hampton style for me. A uh, spiritual gangster. Mm-hmm. This is really exciting, isn't it? I hope Anyways. so. Um, yeah. Caliber Australia. Sorry, I just freaked out. But if you want to have a look at your Instagram peeps, there is now a shopping feature. Here's the podcast. What did you get, Steph? What's your saying about you? A lot of shoes, pants, uh, Bruce Lee stuff, um, open toe sh- sandals. Uh, oh, it knows you so well. There's a baby here. Um there a lot of go. girls' fashion. Wait. No. Still going? No. Here's the podcast. Go. Here's the podcast. Okay. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. 
Well, he's Abby's spouse who built her a house. He's Abby's hubby who can bang up a cubby. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hottie for Trady Chat Tuesday. Good morning. I'm trying to get away. Oh, there's oh, the no, sound of the gone. morning routine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's someone's birthday today and Terrible Twos has definitely kicked in. He, his birthday was, was yesterday, yesterday, though, babe. Yeah, I said that, honey. Scotty's been getting up the same time as me, so he's just a little bit tired, okay? Right. So just be really no, no, gentle no. with him. Why would you bring him out here, Jagger? Far out. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to run into the other side of the house. <laughs> no, that's that's a good one. You we know, can take it from you. Uh, that's How so, are we, guys? We're good. You've right. left Jagger at the moment dealing with the two-year-old. Yeah, that's right, Jagger. Is. Where's, oh, uh, where is the eight-year-old? Uh, what do you think he's doing, hey? He's watching TV. Yeah, he's just well indulged in TV. <laughs> He'll make a good husband one day. Oh, he can you know. tune out when everyone <laughs> yeah. screams. He just tunes out. Esther says that to me. She's like, "How can you not hear that?" I said, "I can. I've just pushed it to the side." He turns it up, and we turn like then when it get quiet, we're like, "Why is the volume 50? And he goes, "You know why?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you seem you found a quiet spot in the house. What brings you onto the show this morning, Scotty? All right, uh, my measuring skills aren't. I don't think too good for a builder. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, saying things are bigger okay. than they are. Yeah, saying always, Maddie, especially in that apartment. But um, yeah, look, I, I've been measuring the kids. We've got a little grow calendar on the thing and a weight thing for each kid. Mm. Well, no, I don't know. It's seem to be shrinking each time I measure it. No, see, what do they say? He's measure measure, once, he's cut a carpenter. Twice? Oh. No, measure no. twice, cut one. <laughs> <laughs> measure once, cut twice. Oh, it's yeah, cut it's too short. Quick. Maybe I'm, yeah, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. I'm, I'm cutting them off a little bit. <laughs> Scotty's, uh, ankles. Scotty is dyslexic, yes. and I was just, I've noticed it the other day because he was doing my um, wardrobe, which can I just say is brilliant. I cried. It's so good. Um, but well, he, I'm, there was a bit I'm that, no, 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 but there was a bit that wouldn't fit. And he's like, nah, it fits. And I was like, it's not going to fit, mate. And he's like, nah, let's do it together. One, two, three. And I was like, did you measure it? He goes, yeah. So can I measure it? Said, yeah. So we measured it. <laughs> <laughs> completely out, but he goes, oh, that's right, I mix the numbers around. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Totally I'm wrong, a, but he's I, been... I do it at work a lot. He's been measuring the kids, mm. and then he'll go, oh, my God, they've grown three centimetres. I'm like, no, they haven't, mate. And then we mm. realised that last time he measured it, it was just completely wrong. This is very unnerving for a carpenter, <laughs> Scott. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, um, listeners out there have done work on the house. <laughs> <laughs> you have the leaning yeah. tower of Karina at your joint. <laughs> <laughs> the house would just be to the left. <laughs> you always get to ride in the, the end. A few drawers that it might be a bit short and a bit, you know, cut sideways. But anyway, that's all right, isn't so, it? So Finney's not 6'2"? Nah, he's not. He's not as tall as his dad. <laughs> I always think it's funny, though, because I can never talk and pronounce words, right? Mm, yeah. And then I talk on radio for a yeah, living. Yeah. Scotty's dyslexic. Mm. But yeah. 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 Our kids have got great futures ahead of them, haven't they, honey? <laughs> you guys need to join <laughs> the DNA. No. My yeah. favourite time is when we do spelling competitions at our house, mm. and it's Scott versus Finn. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. And Dan, I smash him. You do not. You've never won one. He beats me. <laughs> <laughs> and who controls that? Are you the one with the words? Yeah, but I have to have them printed out, but I yeah. tell them that, nah, it's off the top of my head, and I have to secretly look <laughs> at it. <laughs> so I'll go, how do you spell? <laughs> so what do, you, what do you do then, Scotty, if a client comes to you? Because you do build, um, you know, people's houses. What happens if they come to you and they say that doesn't look like it's the right size or something? 
I'll say, um, you got your glasses on? <laughs> no, he does get it right at the end because you have to. Yeah. You can't build it if it's not. Yeah. It was more that he's so laxed at home. Sorry. Nah, you go for it. I've got him chasing him around. Like, I can't, I've been walking back and forth in this house. They're still following me. It's <laughs> generally what kids do. Damn, kids. Stand no, still. Kids You're making it a game. <laughs> <laughs> you need a panic he's room. running after me, telling me, you know. Five plus two, and I'm like, mate, you can do this any time. Why is it when I'm on the bus? <laughs> well, we'll let you go then. We'll let you go and deal with the children. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I love you. Sorry. Pretty bad performance today. It's just like the way I measure. Well, don't yeah. critique yourself. You're all good. Yeah. <laughs> good on you, Scotty. Nice to right. chat, buddy. Love you guys. I love you too. Enjoy. Oh, listen, he's, he's so devastated. disappointed he's in himself. Devastated. Disappointed. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The magnificent Tina Arena. She is doing a tour, which is not something you always hear in these it's times. Exciting. So it's mm-hmm. very exciting to be able to see her live. Uh, the tickets are on sale right now. Tina Arena is on with us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good, and it's, it is exciting, like we're saying, to lock in dates. Were you a little bit nervous at first, but you're like, no, no, May next year is going to be fine? Well, of course you're nervous because you, you just don't know what's going what's gonna to happen, you know, but at the end of the day, you've also got to get on with life yeah. and, you know, and just move forwards and, and, and not live in this whole fear or holding pattern. We can't live in a holding pattern forever. That's just not sustainable. Yeah, I was, I was saying that to someone yesterday we were talking, and I almost want to, for next year, pretend like everything is going back to normal and, and find ways to, to live like that, because everyone always goes, well, let's just see, coronavirus. But I feel like we, we, we give up before we even get the chance. Yeah, maybe that, and maybe just having given it just a bit too much space. You know, and that after a little while, that weighs you down. If you continue to hear that word and the kind of negativity that comes with it, it's going to take its toll eventually. Mm. I'm, I'm in a COVID-free headspace. It's mm. just like it's, I'm just about moving forward now. You posted a photo of you with a mask and a glove and you said Quarantina Arena. Brilliant. Which is just brilliant. <laughs> um, which is brilliant that you love a pun. Were you ever going to use Arena in your tour name? Because the boys and I were coming up with a few before. Oh, I'm sure. I'm always up for a suggestion, kids. What can I say? Love a good suggestion. Oh, this is a st- this is where Stav <laughs> oh, usually lives. You're the, you're the pun guy, Stav. <laughs> <laughs> what about? <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I, I can see <laughs> Tina back on her lounge chair Gosh. right now with a cup of coffee just waiting. <laughs> Pitch it to her, okay? As a marketing manager. Tina's Arena Spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Nah. nah. You can do better. Yeah, we, we should have let him. You've the got spot. the whole interview to think of one, okay? okay? All right. All right. All right. What, okay. We'll come back to it. What about show us your Tina's? Oh, no. Oh, you went the other oh, way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, you don't no, like that maybe one? Maybe not. No. Maybe not. Maybe not. No. <laughs> we, uh, we didn't realise, because I've always been a big fan and I had your album, album on at home, but I didn't realise how much um, the Prime Minister of Australia is a big fan well, you know, that's kind of been unavoidable in the press these last few years. Yeah, it's, he's a fan. He's, he's enjoyed listening to the music for a long time. This is yeah. him. Oh, well, look, I'm a huge Tina Arena fan. My interest is unhealthy. <laughs> Ordering unhel- unhealthy. Play me anything for Tina Arena I'm at. She's great. I met her quite a few times, actually. I've got my Tina Arena playlist. <laughs> got all my favourites on there. She's just a great Aussie. Just a great Aussie. 
Does he fangirl when you <laughs> met him? Is he, is he like getting selfies and asking for uh, autographs and oh, things? Oh, God, that's, that's hilarious. Although it's easy for a Christmas present. You just do a signed copy of an album Brilliant. and send it to him. It's already done. You know, I mean, he's got to get the first tickets to your, your, your gig that's on sale. I have no idea. Can't answer. Can't answer that question. You're right. No freebies. Good one. I like it. <laughs> and we saw in the uh, in the news that your um, beautiful home is up for sale. And I don't know if you're um, aware of this, but you know how real estate people—they're wacky, they're zany. Mm. Um, but if you go to the article about your house being on sale, they've actually put um, your songs in. So, for example, it's like. They've got a picture of your main living room, which is lovely, and it says, the main living room zone's fireplace will burn for you, baby. (laughs) Yes, I have seen that play on words, you know. (laughs) What I'm really loving about that aspect of supposed media (laughs) is I love, in the great words of Donald Trump, fake news. Now, I'm not selling my house. Ah, okay. Oh, really? Is is that your house that's pictured there, or is it not? No, it's that fake. No, 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 no. They're pictures of 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 of, of my little house, right? Uh, but um, it's not for sale. Okay. Oh no, I need to go, go get some money back off someone. Oh, that's a <laughs> bit rude, though, isn't it? That they put it up and you're not even selling it. Well, that's... you know, they do what they do what they want to do. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I was going to sell my house, but I decided against it, and right. it is what it is. And it just unfortunately comes with the territory. Mm. I still can't understand what it's got to do with anybody else, yeah. really. But that's unfortunately the way that they work. And, and um, you know, it's just a sad reality of, of the world we live in, really. It's none of anybody's business what what people do. It is what it is. But it's but it's not real. It's absolutely it's not it's not happening. Okay. So the only bid was uh, Scomo though, so he's going to be a bit upset <laughs> for uh, that. I mean, that's <laughs> imagine that. Uh, I mean, it would be weird for you, wouldn't it, if you did sell your house and they were telling everyone it was your house because you would have, you know, people who would come just to look like for interns. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't just and that would be that would be tough. Well, it's hugely irresponsible, is mm. what it is. It's just it's it's just. Pathetic, actually, is what it is. Because uh, the, the, I mean, this is probably not real then. Because the rumor was that you were moving back to France. That's why you were selling the house. But that's all rubbish, too, is it? No, no, I'm not moving back to France. Not at all. Mm. I'm, I'm really happy in Australia, and you know, that's just where my family is. This is where, this is where we live. Fair enough. And what a great place it is to live. Uh, we are looking forward to you going on tour. The tickets are on sale right now to see Tina Arena. Lovely to talk to you. Thanks for coming on this morning. No worries, guys. Have a really good day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Pet talk to me. Pet talk. You want your mom? Pet talk. I love you. Hey, Tina Arena joining us shortly. Stand by for that. Uh, but Stabby Boy, you yes. got yourself a new pet. I do. I have a puppy. His name is Angus. Are you, are you sure it's a puppy? Why? Well, we're just wondering if you, you... realise it's a puppy. <laughs> it's your second child. Isn't well, it? you know, for the first what? wee while, they are like having a newborn. Yeah. <laughs> What's been harder then? Mm-hmm. Has it been harder to raise Rory back in the day? Because that was stressful. You know, it's your first child and you've got to go through it. Or has it been harder with Angus? Because you've just been a little bit on edge. I'd say it's been harder for me. It's easier for Kat because I like Because the breastfeeding? Breastfeeding. Yeah, you sure like you're that. not doing that? So, well, you know, I, I put a little bit of milk on my finger and let him <laughs> suck it off. So. Well, I just want you to know it's been hard on the whole team, you mm. having a new baby, I mean, mm. a new dog, mm. uh, because every day when you come in, you're like a new mum mm. telling us, you know, what 
He's sitting and He's staying. up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've sec- been secretly recording uh-huh. our interactions with you. Because, mm-hmm. um, as you know, these microphones here in the studio, when we're not on the air, they still record behind and the I scenes. And I feel like I've let the team down, because anything you'll hear is only like a point zero 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 one percent because there's been a lot of conversations that I haven't recorded. Right. Yeah. So here's some of it. Where have you got the dog now? Next to me, up on a in his crate, little crate training, which I've never heard of. Crib. He's in his crib. Yeah, uh, but it's up on a thing, so it's on the same level as me. And she and why said they you can lower it down level? to the floor, it's just so he's got me there. And I can go. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Does he? You have to shush, shush him in the night. He's still sleeping in the spare room with him. No, he's in our room. And when yeah. does he move outside and be a dog? Are you going to sleep on the floor with him tonight? <laughs> Why is he sleeping in the spare room? Is that where he's going to sleep? Yeah, I think so. Have his own room. Or maybe the two the kids can have his own my, room. Mine put him on the deck. Are you going to paint it blue for him? <laughs> no, he's a dog. Big brown. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Do you hear that the same way we hear it? No. <laughs> I hear someone doing a good job crate training his dog. Yeah, Ask so we anyone. had to go out, so they had to get someone to go over and see the dog because he told me there was a ratio. What am I missing? For every hour? Every It's like every hour for every month he's been alive or something. I can't remember. So he should only be alone for like two hours at a time at this stage. Oh, hang on, slow that down. <laughs> what? For what? There is a formula, apparently. I yeah. missed out on this. Every uh, An hour for every month he's been alive is how long they can be kept alone for. And who's, if, if who every, makes everyone the, who who's makes got a dog though? listening to this is like, yep. But I have a dog. No, a puppy dog. But a new puppy. But it was a puppy. Oh, well, you raised it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> have you been waiting you, all you these can years? Tell, you can tell. It jumps everywhere. <laughs> so if you've got a three-month-old puppy, mm. you're only allowed to leave it alone for three hours in yeah. a day. Yeah. About that. So what do you... So, so they're getting a dog sitter to come over if they've got to be like... So you're not allowed... To, you can't leave it home for a full eight-hour work Ooh, day God, until no. it's eight months. Yeah. Oh, I, even, I would say even a little bit later. Yeah. Really? And everyone, 13, 10, 60, if you, you agree with me. But when does it, when do, like, I don't know, because ours is outside and it's just a dog dog. Should yeah. have we never done that? No, he'll be a dog dog now. But you've got to remember, he's only eight weeks old. Like yeah. He's, and he's chewing everything. If you leave him alone for any extended period of time, he'll chew through an electrical it's cable his baby. and die. It's know? his baby. Yeah, yeah. We knew this was going to happen. We do, yeah. And look, I mean, it's fine. You know, you're We stro- thought that we were getting inheritance. There is no way we're no. getting it from Stab now. We know no, that. You no. thought you were getting an inheritance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we were going to contest the will anyway. Uh, and I've got is, photos and stuff. He's been str- <laughs> struggling. He's been struggling with sleep too, you poor thing. Yeah, I sleep when he sleeps in the daytime if I can get a chance and stuff, but he's pretty low-key. How did you last night with him? Uh, up at two, which is one of those annoying times. Yeah, he wakes and snuffles in his crate. And like, <laughs> so you get him out, let him pee, put him back in. Yeah, but you woke up, he was a bit... Last night. Like, is he gonna die? Like, I can't do this every time. <laughs> On the floor last night, no more, no dramas. Doing tummy time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty similar. Is it? <laughs> we bit <the> cat's nipple. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Matthew's called through on 131060. Uh, Maddie, what do you think about the way I'm breeding my dog? Uh, Raising. Raising. (laughs) You were going to say raising. (laughs) Say raising. So, Matthew, what's this formula of um, how long you can leave dogs alone for? Nah, Stav's 100% right. Good morning, guys, by the way. Good morning. Stav's 100% right. Um, My family, my aunties, ever since I knew, have bred Staffy English, and they are 100% on it. Um, I've got two pit bulls, mm-hmm. and I kept my pit bulls, they're beautiful dogs, never attacked anything, by the way. Yeah. All in the, the name. Um, 
they've come to work with me until they were about a year old, approximately each of them. So, yeah, he's 100% oh. right. Don't tell him that. He'll be in. You are Little Angus mm. will be coming into work soon. No, I would Do you get expose parental? him to you two. I just realised you didn't get parental leave. Have you going to put in for that? Oh, no. yeah, no. you better. Oh, my work comes first. I'm working my family life around my work. Oh, work you life are balance. On a dad. Pat's taking hers when hers runs out. <laughs> he's going to take it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday, we got a bit of a reminder to be cautious, I guess, mm. to be on top of it. Because what happened down in Victoria, I think, really helped Queensland because we went, oh my God, poor, poor Victoria, we don't want to be like that. Let's yeah. keep in contact on top of it and people go and get tested. But then it's happened in South Australia and they are concerned that they're going to have a second wave. So yesterday morning, they were reporting that there was, you know, a, a cases, a few mm. cases. And then I think they're up to 35 active cases now. And then yesterday, Anastasia Palaszczuk made the call to shut the borders. And it's happened to so many people um, all over Australia, but it is so sad when you have the borders shut to your your family. Mm. And we were supposed to go back to Adelaide uh, next week for a wedding. And you know when you just go, oh, no, it's happening again. Yeah, you were the celebrant. Yeah, well, I was a celebrant for my best friend. So we've been best friends since... Um, we were three. We started going to ballet together and to have her get married is um, just, it's so special because she's had such a hard time and she's fought cancer over the last couple of years. So it was all sort of coming around for her in a happy moment. I just feel bad not being there. But it's like anyone, there's so many people that have not been able to see their family ones. And my my nana's 96 and I was desperately wanting to, to see her because you always think, you know, what about if anything happens and I haven't yeah. gone down there? And that's a reality for so many families that haven't been able to say goodbye to loved ones. And for you, Adelaide is a real, like a, almost like a decompression for you. Like it, you come back reinvigorated and happy. And Yes, because you say, let's never go back there to live. <laughs> no, 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 we, we, lo- we love it and it's my hometown, but Queensland, well, Queensland's our home. Mm. But to go back and see some family and friends, mm. yeah, it's important. I think it's a really important time for people here in Queensland. You know, we, we've all gone through that bit thing of, ah, oh, look at us, we're doing well, and we're going here, we're going there. But just really do keep in mind, and when I saw this yesterday, my heart broke for you, and I think I constructed about eight different text messages <laughs> to send to you. And I think we all need to be mindful of, you know, if you have all your family in Queensland, mm. it's all well and good, the, the borders are shut and it's fun, but... There are people out there who haven't seen their family for over a year and Mm. people like yourself who aren't going to get to see family at Christmas now. It's highly likely. So we we have to be super sensitive when we're talking about the borders and things for people. Because this happened, they're saying, because a a cleaner uh, who was cleaning the hotels of people that have come back from overseas, Mm. and Adelaide didn't have any, you know, they COVID for so long, one of the best, like Tasmania. So they, and apparently they weren't getting tested once a week where they, there was a miscommunication whether they should have been tested, but that's just being relaxed. Yeah. You know, you start going, oh, okay, we've got it under control. Mm. And those cleaners probably followed all the precautions and they haven't done anything wrong. And they've just come from a really large family mm-hmm. and the really large family would work at all the places where you go, oh no. Yeah. Like Once aged again, care. Prisons prison. and aged care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, but I, I can't believe how many people would be doing long distance from overseas even. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh. 
And I guess we've got this thing where we go, no, we know that borders are going to be open. And I don't, I honestly, I understand what Anastasia Palaszczuk is doing. She's keeping everyone safe. I'm not angry about it. It is what it is. Everyone's having to deal with it. But you just think, at least I know a deadline, but for people overseas Mm. that work in the tourism industry and have loved ones over there, that's that's the unknown. Mm -hmm. And you are right. I don't think any of the border decisions, I think they've all been done to keep people safe. Mm. But I do do believe we do need to be very um, sympathetic when we have the conversation. It can't be as simple as shut the borders, keep them shut, keep us safe. Because that is fine for people who have all their family here, Mm. you know. Um, But But then I kind of go, I wouldn't want to travel and put anyone at risk. No, that's true. You know, Mm. like I'm sad about it and I'm really sad, but given the opportunity, I kind of go... I wouldn't. I wouldn't, wouldn't be that contaminated person. Because how, how many times have you guys like gone? Oh my god, I got a sore nose, like sore throat or something. Can mm. you go? Where did I go? Yeah. yeah, you know, and you don't want to be that person that ever puts vulnerable people at risk. I don't want to be that person that has a list of all the places they've gone up because it'd be like, why are they always the most popular? <laughs> I know. That Yours would just anyway. be Barton Bowls and home <laughs> and work. Barton Bowls is busy. So. <laughs> but I think. What, but how long? Imagine if you had to give all your bottle shops. What would? <laughs> <laughs> There's been an outbreak in Queensland, and this time we are closing every bottle shop. <laughs> Not How every, long... I have my favourite. <laughs> How long, though, do we, like, does it go on for, like, do we keep shutting borders until there's a vaccine or well, yes. Gladys, yes. the lady I've got a crush on, she said that she's not going to because she wants to learn to live with it. Um, she's a yeah. premier of New South Wales, so that's different. But I guess each of them have their own style and you can't argue with Queensland's success rate. But mm. I don't I don't know. I think some people are doing it to the vaccine. Would we be best though and look I I don't know the answer, but are we best to like just make masks mandatory like mm. right across the country and mm. go, hey, let's change a few things. Do we go masks? open up the borders mm. or... It's a hard one because then today at four o'clock, mm. what could we do? Dance. Yeah. Oh, is that today's Today. dancing day? Isn't yeah. that kicking someone when they're down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. well, I'm really sorry to hear oh, that. Oh, that's I right. Felt... I'm not the only one. There's so many people that yeah. are. I just, just, yeah, not to be there for people's special moments when they've gone through it is, is tough. And that's what I said to my nana. She's like, oh, I don't... Don't cry, I'll be here. I was like, well, you might not. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a Coleman pep talk. <laughs> Imagine that when you go to when you go to a funeral. <laughs> Told you, Nana. <laughs> Told you so. Uh, can, can you hear me on the FaceTime? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks. Tomorrow we play for 10 grand, the 18th of November, 7 and 8. Here's some answers to get amongst it. At 7 a.m., Nokia, and at 8 a.m., Drain. Get practicing. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The countdown is on to Westfield's week of offers. Join Westfield Plus for early access to all the great deals. Download the app now. Dear Santa. Sharing the spirit of hope this Christmas. Yeah, look, it's that time of the year um, where it should be joyful. You know, it should be filled with family and love. And, you know, it's been a, a, a quite a tough year for a lot of people. So we really want to make sure that as many people in Brisbane do get to experience a great Christmas. And that's why we said anything you want from Santa, send it in at v105.com.au. This one is from Ada, and she's written, Dear Santa, I know the 2020 has been a particularly hard year for many, but I am hoping you might consider my family. In July this year, I was hit head-on by a speeding driver. My car was totaled, and I have sustained both physical and mental pain. 
As a family of four, it means that I'm unable to work to my pre-injury capacity. I tried for three months to work and suck up the pain, but now everything has come to a halt as I just can't do it due to the pain that I'm in. We are now down to one income, resulting in my amazing husband working six to seven days a week. I truly am grateful we still have an income coming um, coming in, but to be honest, it really has caused me more stress and I feel guilty not being able to contribute or take the pressure off him. Our two beautiful children have been so resilient and have been my rock. When I drove on the road of my accident, my 15-year-old uh, was the one telling me, Mum, you've got this. You are not in the wrong. You're an amazing driver. Christmas is going to be a lot tighter this year and honestly my kids especially deserve the best i just want to be able to breathe easily knowing at least my husband and my kids are cared for mm. oh ada Emma. <laughs> wow make me cry again <laughs> it's, I, you know uh, i think about how many people are going through life in constant pain and that must be you yeah. now yeah, I've gone from, you know, being physically active and just even, you know, running around with two kids to, like, having to sit down, stand up, can't mm. drive really for too long at the moment. And, yeah, it's definitely turned. 2020 has definitely turned my life around. How is it driving for you now? I get very nervous. Mm. Like, I, um, especially the road, I have, where I live, it's kind of hard not to drive on that road. And... I just sort of have to talk myself through it, so it's been hard. Oh, you have to drive on the road where the accident happened? I do. Oh, that must yeah. be really hard. Yeah, and I know a bar scrub is quite – there's nowhere to live there without ha having to drive a car somewhere. That's it, and I didn't particularly want to drive, again, you know, mm. but I had to mm. because transportation for my children mm. and – but I've had, you know, like my – I call him my rock, my son, um, Quentin. He's just been the one who just keeps encouraging me and talking to me in the car. I put my sunglasses on sometimes and cry, and he's the one who's just going, yeah, you got this. Oh, what a beautiful <laughs> young man. Oh, he's incredible. He's absolutely, like, he's my gift, so I'm just very lucky. Ada, how, do you, how have you gone with the income, co income though? Because you're not being out of work. Do you get some sort of compensation considering it's not your fault or it's only short term? Um, I think eventually I will, but it has been hard because it's status quo. I'm, I'm a New Zealand citizen um, oh. and so therefore it's been a bit difficult because I can't apply for anything. And um, yeah. But my husband's just amazing. He would rather work six, seven days a week than me in pain mm. so i'm just kind of yeah I'm, I'm i'm very blessed it's just been tough like i'm the one who does the finances so i know you know you try and put a little bit here a little bit there and you just want to give everybody everything mm. so it must be tough on your husband as well to be working that flat out and then see you struggle oh 100 percent he's he would rather me be at home um but it is hard because he's tired all the time you know like mm. he starts at 6 30 in the morning and comes home about five o'clock so it is pretty it's very long days for him mm. ada it's it's not fair I, you know the accident happened and it wasn't your fault but um you know all the punishment seems to be coming your way and you know that we we can't have this happening with you guys so who's the guitar player in your family my son, Quentin, just loves, you know, like English rock and we hear it all the time nice. and he's just, yeah, he's our little future rock star. Do you want to give him a brand new bass guitar for Christmas? Oh my goodness, he would absolutely love that. <laughs> 
Well, uh, Guitar Brothers, where you can get your oh Christmas wish Gracious. list sorted at Australia's number one guitar specialist, guitarbrothers.com. They are going to give you, to give to him, a brand new bass. Oh, stop it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You don't understand. He will absolutely flip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Oh, bass guitars or, you know, everything's very costly. It's not yeah. one of those Ben 10 things anymore. It's, yeah. um, oh, Ben 10, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Five yeah. bucks and sort days, of Honestly, yeah. I, wish, I wish those days were there, but no. And it wasn't even a real watch, you know. No. It never was. No, no, kept, yeah, it's all those plastic toys. Mm. Yes. Like, really? <laughs> well, the guys at Guitar Brothers are fantastic oh and they look after him and the guitar for the rest of its life, I imagine, too. So. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And Thank I know you that so much. You, you're doing the finances and I know that you want to just make it special for everyone else. So, of course, the legends at uh, Westfield who have made all this possible, they're going to be giving you a, a Weber Q family for your hubby, Eric. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness, because our barbecue is dead. <laughs> so, wow, thank you. Yeah, we do our research here, Ada. <laughs> oh, yes, you're very diligent, very. <laughs> Stab's been traipsing all through your backyard looking for things that you might need oh, replacing. Well, that sounds oh, creepy if I say he also knows that your daughter <laughs> wants the furbrill pets uh, for oh, for your daughter Layla, so fantastic. you're going to get those as well. She's going to scream, and yeah, I, unfortunately I don't live in Barden, so um, <laughs> yeah. <it's a> bit... <laughs> yes! Yeah. For anyone who's just yeah, tuned just, in, we pay Stab out about how rich he is because he lives I'm in Barden. I'm just meaning to say that I listen to you every day, oh, so every you. morning. So, <laughs> oh, you're gorgeous. We're sorry that you've oh. been in such pain for this year, and oh, we really hope it does turn around for you next year and you manage to enjoy Christmas together. Oh. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. And honestly, the amount of times I've cried listening to um, what you've been doing for people is just amazing. So thank you. This has helped me just psychologically, just even doing this is just incredible. So thank you. Well, thank you so Merry, Merry Christmas to you and your family. And thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. And to you too. Take care and be safe. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Some of the strangest finds, a find that you might not have known was possible. That's what I want to hear from. Anyone that got a fine for something and they were like, I didn't know that I I, I did that wrong. I didn't know that I could get a fine for that. Because mm. this is a bit of a weird one. I guess they were in the wrong, but weren't aware of it. That uh, a friend of a friend, but totally real because I know this person, <laughs> uh, got fined just um, this week for their car seats. So they've got three car seats and they weren't anchored in and the Um. police officer said they were doing spot checks on car seats. So they were pulling over people, obviously, that had kids in the car Mm. and they were checking that they were anchored at the back. So you know how you've got a car seat and you put it in through the uh, seatbelt system, but it's also got to have the strap at the back that has a real secure lock that... Locks yeah. into the seat. They're annoying. Sometimes you got to climb into the boot yeah. to yeah, get it do. on. Yeah. So you're like, ah, and then you got to turn the light on in the boot yeah. to try and get it, and it doesn't pull tight so enough. So I think they had changed cars with them and their partner, yeah. and he'd put them in but hadn't anchored them, whether he'd forgotten. So they got a $400 fine for each car seat. So Woof. they had three car seats, which I was like, rightly so, because you have to keep kids safe. Mm. But wouldn't you just give one? Mm. Well, no, it's one per car. I think they also they do like one per seatbelt that's not plugged in, if you... They don't just do a car hold, yeah. a car load. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. But she drives through a RCT, a random car seat test. Yeah, must have. Mm. Yeah. Um, so did they pull pull her over yeah. and do it? 
So they must have just been on the hunt for, like, you know, That's usually... They, do, they were just driving down anyone yeah. with kids in the no. car. They were doing spot checks. Very different to the cops. They used to look for hotted up Hyundai XLs. There's now none of those now these days. SUV. <laughs> Guys, I'm out looking for mums today. <laughs> you know, I'm on mum patrol. Where are you heading? Soccer practice. Oh, good one. My, my other friend got a fine for being on the... Um, she was like, oh, no, I'm allowed to do that. On You know how you've got your medium strip out the front of your house. Ah, uh, this chestnut, And yep. she'd parked there, mm. and she thought she was allowed to, and they're like, no, that's got nothing to do with you. That is not your property. Mm. Blocking the footpath. Yeah, but no, she had a footpath, and then she had grass, mm. and then she had the road. So she wasn't blocking the footpath mm. at all, but you're just not allowed to park on any of the medium. Mm. Like so the- that's annoying, too, because streets are getting narrower and narrower. Like, if you go to any brand-new suburb now, there's, you know, you can only fit a bicycle on the side of the road otherwise you can't drive a car through there and no one parks in their garage because everyone knows that's the games room now when you build the house <laughs> you, know, you don't put your cars in there duh bit of a warning though just yeah. check your car seat and make sure mm. it's anchored in is yours yours would be yeah yeah yep <laughs> he says racing home well I put them in I'm pretty sure I anchored them in yeah. my um my cousin's husband forgot the other day and the car the car seat went forward and her poor niece was just dangling in the car she's okay well, this is Hence, but, the spot checks. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's maybe that's because why they had to do it. People wouldn't do it intentionally. It's just that thing of you know when if you're swapping car seats, it's usually in the like a quick changeover at a mm. daycare or something. Mm. Mm. It's also you have to stop at a stop line until your wheels are completely, completely stopped, stopped, don't yes. you? And yep. then count for three. I, I generally <laughs> count to three. There's one on the way home that they love to get you on because it's a, you can see the the other cars coming from a mile, so you know there's nothing coming. But if you don't yeah. stop there, they will get you for it. So I get to stop one, two, three. Oh, you didn't say Mississippi. That was too quick. Oh, there's a fine. Mm. <laughs> weird fines. I'd like, like even jaywalking's a weird one. I reckon that's just an like if you come to work mm-hmm. having a bad day as a cop, you're like, I'm going jaywalk. But then often today. they say, oh, we did this because someone got hit hit the yeah. other day, and you go, oh yeah, but mm. I'm not them. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been fined more in your life, or a lawyer. I'm surprised you got through. <laughs> have you got I many fines? Had, no, I haven't had many fines. Mm-hmm. One speeding fine. Why don't you give out your driver's, um, your registration, like your li- car license to people? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just to look out for it. Uh, <laughs> 69. <laughs> HOT. 420. And chicks love it. Didn't it, you would have Chick got... magnet. 69. <laughs> Just look for the car seats in the back. Yeah. That are flopping <laughs> around back there. it in. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Linda, in Forest Lake, what did you get fined for that you didn't know you had to? Yeah, so we were driving on the highway once and we did get pulled over for speeding originally, but the police officer also fined us because we didn't have a third tail light. So we were driving an older style Subaru mm. and we had the two back tail lights on our on our main panel of light, but we didn't have a third one on our spoiler because we had taken the spoiler off. Oh. Um, I didn't even realise cars yeah. had three lo- three tail lights. Yeah, and apparently it's got something to do with um, the trucks being able to see you better. Right. Um, yeah, so we got a nice little $200 fine for that, which was delightful, and we had to go home and put the spoiler back on. Did you give attitude, Linda? That sounds like an attitude fine. Uh, look, we didn't give attitude at the time, but we, we we gave a bit of attitude to ourselves after, so oh, it was my okay. partner. <laughs> oh, Okay. So I always see that when one of my friends go, I got done for speeding, and then they find me for this, this, yeah. this, this. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know yeah. why, Troy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Dominique in Burndall, what's a weird find that you got? Um, well, it wasn't actually me. It was my dad. Um, he was going down a steep hill 
um, and he clocked 55 k's on his bicycle and the cop stopped him and gave him a fine because he was going 55 in a 60 zone. That's right, 50 zone. 55 in a 50 zone. Oh, for going too fast. It's still a vehicle, isn't it? Was he like, sweet, is that what I got up to? (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. How much was the fine? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. It was a couple of years ago. Mm. We just laughed about it because we were like, that's ridiculous. We never thought you could get fined, but it makes sense. I wonder if you lose points for that too. I don't know. Do you money for your bike? To know, I've never gone been, that far because you don't have your license for it. Yeah. Well, what, so, if, what if it's a kid? Like, what if there's a twelve-year-old hooking sixteen or fifteen? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do to them? My mum is going to ground me, officer. <laughs> Little Billy. Yeah. Uh. I know um, you can't operate a bicycle under the influence of alcohol. Mm. Well, that's so that the same you can't a pram either. Yeah. yeah. Or a shopping trolley. But imagine, imagine <laughs> that. when you call up for your fine. <laughs> when you call up for your pram one. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they have them in Dan Murphy's then? Now I carry the kids home. One on the front, one on the back. <laughs> you're generally not drunk when you're in a Dan Murphy's. Sure you're not. Right? Christy. Fig <laughs> uh, tree pocket. What did you get fined for? Uh, well, about 25 years ago, I was in Singapore for work. Mm-hmm. And I was completely jet lagged and going down the street with a bunch of work colleagues. And I was chewing chewing gum. And I got pulled over by a group of heavy-duty Singapore police for chewing gum. Yeah. And it was on the spot, $100 fine. This is like 25 years ago. Mm. And I didn't have that kind of money on me, so they were going to arrest me and take me to jail. Wow. <gasps> yeah, I've heard it because it's yeah. the cleanest place in the world, isn't it? Do mm. they? Oh, what happens it, with it, the chewing gum? Shat my pants. <laughs> well, that's even more messy. They should have fined you for that. <laughs> Do they make you spit it out in a bin? Yeah, they yeah. actually give you like a little bag to mm. put it in. Like high so school. Yes. So it was like, here, put your chewing gum in here and you're coming to jail. Yeah. <laughs> It has to do with the population. There's so many people there that if everyone spat out their gum, mm. there'd be gum everywhere. But it's also yes. one of the cleanest. Yeah. Oh, my At the God. Airport. So mm. I got saved by other colleagues and then obviously had to buy them a round of drinks when we got back to the hotel. <laughs> Imagine that if you go, went to court for it and they bring out this little baggie with a piece of chewy in it as a um, <laughs> <laughs> evidence. <laughs> uh, uh, Kira in Indrapilly, we're talking about the weirdest fines that people have received. Yeah, so um, I had my car parked in like my driveway, mm-hmm. and apparently you're not allowed to do that if you've got a footpath, and I got fined. So, oh, yeah. so your car was hanging over the footpath a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they say that you need to be able to get a like a motorised scooter. Scooter. The posty. Mm. Well, I know for anyone in a, a wheelchair as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. What did that cost you for parking on the footpath? Like $400 or something, and I, <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Especially if you parked behind someone's car and you had to park there because they hadn't driven, driven in, in. Fair, yeah. further enough. That's what it was. It was uh, so. <laughs> that sounds like a neighbour narked. That's not just something they patrol Or someone for. couldn't get past. Yeah. And they call up. Yeah. They take it pretty seriously. When that you came out and saw the fine, was there someone sitting there unable to pass your car? No. no. <laughs> Imagine all these lame people in jail. <laughs> you know, you think it's full of toughs and there was a, I was chewing gum. Yeah. I parked on the footpath. <laughs> Want to make a breakout? (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That is it for us. Every day we like to reflect on the day we've shared together before we wrap the show. Families all over Australia are separated, you know. We travel a lot and with borders shutting, it's, you know, a bit scary. And I spoke to my mum yesterday and Mm. she knew that Queensland borders were shut. And uh, I said to her, you know, we won't be able to come down. And she was very upset. 
but not really upset mm. until I told her, well, yeah, my brother who's up in Darwin, he can't go either because Northern Territory's borders are shut. And look, her response, I was, you know, understandably, she burst into tears <laughs> and she said, no, but he was bringing his dogs down to visit me. <laughs> What? I was bringing the kids. And she goes, oh, I don't understand. I love those dogs. So there's two dogs that my brother has that were going to go down for a visit that no longer can get on the plane. Well, they probably can. Just send the dogs on their own. (laughs) Imagine them up at the Christmas lunch. Mum will be so happy. With the little hats on from the Christmas crackers. Oh, my favourite grand dogs. Thanks. But no thanks. Today I wasn't here, had a bout of gastro. Mm-hmm. It's made its way through our house. Only Eden, our youngest, hasn't had it, so fingers crossed she doesn't. But we've got um, my cousin at our house building a carport at the moment. And, uh, you know, when you're homesick, you usually want sympathy, you know? But as he looks at me through a window as I sit there in my underwear playing Fortnite, I could just tell he looked at me like... <laughs> You're a jerk. It's a million degrees. <laughs> I'm outside building you a carport. You are a jerk. That was bad. Usually when you go to work, you're sitting in an air-conditioned room playing tunes, and even on a sick day, you're still inside the window, in your jocks, rubbing it in on the Xbox. Did you do that thing they do when people are entering first class and just get the curtains? Just Yes, sh- I did. I, I, I put down the block out blind. <laughs> Don't use the toilet, bro. It's not good in here. Uh, you should just use the portal. Yeah, it was, it was, you know. Uh, thanks. He'll get it back when he gives you the bill. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I was like, there's another 5% in the invoice, I'm sure. Thanks, but no thanks. Bro code. Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist in this team, does it? Really think it's necessary in our morning meeting, Maddie, as I'm walking out to actually get you a sparkling water because we know without me you would dehydrate within the hour because you do not drink enough water. It's true. But as I'm walking out, Maddie looks down and proclaims to the whole room, Nah, you're wearing odd socks, Dav. <laughs> like, was that, that is that was completely necessary? necessary? I didn't realise. Are you embarrassed you so by embarrassed it? By <laughs> Are you embarrassed by it? Do you pride yourself on having... Well, they're not odd because I go by thickness. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's all right. <laughs> Happens to everyone. Uh, I'm sorry, are you right? I, should, I shouldn't have pointed You could have pulled there. me aside and said, hey, mate, you got a little, <laughs> <laughs> got a little something on them with your socks out. Like, yeah, Thanks, man. just poke them down a little yeah, bit. Like, you, yeah. right. Now the girls are never going to like you. Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> not odd socks, Dad. No, I just want to take care of them and give them matching socks. <laughs> Thanks for no. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There we go, guys. That's the podcast. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.